Don't let fear win. Get out there and experience life and find the things that you like and have a preference for and areas where you feel like you can maybe find your tribe and express yourself and really help and serve others. Today, we get to speak with Joel Cleland. He's the CEO for Centric, a global digital currency. With over 20 years of diverse career experience, Joel has moved in the education, finance, and philanthropy sectors. Joel emphasizes investor education and partnerships. He is very excited about Centric's move to the Binance Smart Chain, which will bring more opportunities for partnerships and an amazing user experience. Now, Centric's number one focus is solving volatility in the cryptocurrency space, and number two focus is the full integration of the Centric network for merchant services, both on the e-commerce side as well as traditional brick and mortar over the coming months and years. We want to save people and businesses money and make the payment process easier and faster. When we learn about money in our world, we make better financial decisions that improves our families, lives, our communities, and the world at large. So let's listen into this episode as we learn a little more about Joel Cleland, CEO for Centric. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. We want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Hey, Joel, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Great to be here today, Junaid. Awesome, man. We've been connected for so long from through unconventional leaders, through the daily meetings that we would have. That was such a great thing for mental health. I, uh, I would recommend anybody who had the opportunity to go on daily meetups with people, especially now that we're staying home. I mean, it's, it's opened up now. Um, we're in 2021 now, but it's really awesome to reconnect with you. How have you been? I'm doing well, and thank you so much. I'm glad we were able to finally catch up on on your podcast. Absolutely, man. So, tell us a version of your journey that no one heard, no one has heard of before. Wow, that's 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 a that's t- that's a toughie. <laughs> I shared a lot of stories along the way. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. Let's see, let's pick one out. I actually, well, this is something only one person knows about. Mm -hmm. I actually had breakfast with a gentleman today. He's been a friend for over 15 years. Wow. And uh, he's he's a traditional financial advisor. Mm -hmm. And he and I have worked on some projects together along the way. We worked together at one point. And it's just a breath of fresh air when you sit down with someone who really puts others first. No, absolutely. That that's... he's a certified financial planner. He's a fiduciary, so he has to do things right mm-hmm. for people, and he genuinely cares, which which I like a lot. I mean, I know there's a lot of people out there that care, but mm-hmm. it's really refreshing when you meet somebody and you know you can just tell that they are putting others first. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Because you know, as as being human beings, when you make other people feel like how you want to be felt. It just takes that relationship to a whole new level. You know, a lot of people don't realize that because, well, it's it's kind of weird, but it's it's the culture or it's the system that we're growing up in that where it you know they focus on individualism. But what's really important is that 
we got to take care of the people that are around us. I agree. Yeah. I was happy to share that story. You're the first person I've shared that story with. So I love it, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> I think I, I gotta I gotta probably stay fairly close to where I am today because if I go back in the past, I'm sure people have heard those stories. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So tell me what is some of your motivations? What are some of the motivations for the things that you do on a day-to-day -day basis? Okay. On a daily basis. That's a good one. Well, about, about a year or so ago, I um, started meeting with a, a personal coach, like a fitness coach. Mm -hmm. And I started meeting with her because I wanted to initially lose some weight and have more energy. And we had a great relationship. And I think she took me to a certain level and she educated me on some things I wasn't super clear on. But I eventually found a new coach who I've been with since last October. And I just, I feel like a new person. Wow. I think when you, when you find the right people, it doesn't have to be a coach or a mentor. It could just be a friend mm -hmm. or somebody that you're working with, even a spouse Yeah, where you're gaining certain knowledge about self that kind of help you get to that next level. And, and I think it's interesting because as I've gone through this personal health journey, my professional journey has changed as well, mm. which I think is kind of significant. No, 100%, right? As it's like I talk about this all the time. We as human beings, we're constantly growing, right? As as our kids, we talk about our kids, right? Um, they go from grade one to grade two to grade three. And as they grow, they have different needs. They have different things that they are interested in as well. And same thing happens with us. We, we think that we should stay the same, but but the funny thing is, Every once in a while, or as we're growing up, we want different things in our lives as well. We are growing mentally, we're growing physically, and as well as spiritually, right? So it's so important to find the people that can help push us past those boundaries, get uncomfortable, and be in spaces where it's just going to help you be a better person. Can I add to that? Absolutely. Yes. I had a friend and I don't even remember who it was. Um, it was a female mm -hmm. friend. And, and she, she asked me, this was like a few weeks ago. She said, Joel, are you the same? Um, are you the same person that you were 15, 20 years ago? And I said, I sure hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope not. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have my core values maybe are the same. Yeah. The way I see the world for the most part is maybe the same. But I think we're becoming new people all the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you've heard the saying, you can't put your foot in the same river twice. I, I don't believe you can put your, your foot in the same river once because yeah. that river is constantly changing. By the time your foot is fully submerged, it's a different river. Absolutely. And so our experiences, they, I wouldn't say they change us, mm -hmm. but they will develop us if we allow them to. Yes. And I think, and I know you agree with this, Junaid, is that it gives us a better perspective about humanity. It does. And like, how can I be more of a service to my fellow man? How can I help my community more? 100%. No matter what it is, no matter what area it's in, whether it's education or commerce or philanthropy, how can I be more of a service? Yeah. 
So coming to service, what are some of your expertise that are, that you share with, uh, so talking about our audience, because most of my audience is looking to grow, just like you and I have been growing in the past year. My audience is also looking to grow. What are some of your expertise that you can share, some tips that you can share for the audience so that they can implement in their life right away? What are some of the things that you can share? Never give up on people. Sometimes they give up on themselves, mm -hmm. but don't give up on them. And uh, I, I always say provide a wide berth, B-E-R-T-H, berth, you know, like the boats coming in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> provide a wide berth for people to grow because we all have to grow. I mean, yeah. we're not done, right? We're not done yet. Yeah. And so allowing people to make mistakes and allowing yourself to make mistakes, I think is huge. And I, I'd say in that context, when you provide that, I know it's kind of a buzzword, safe buzz term, safe zone. Safe zone. Mm -hmm. If you provide a safe, safe space or safe zone for people, they're going to feel like they can grow with you because you're nurturing. Yes. And I think part of part of servant leadership is being nurturing, being a good listener. My you know, my wife used to hit me in the shoulder because she'd say, "Yeah, Joel, for you, active listening is you listening to me and doing something else at the same time." <laughs> that's not active listening. <laughs> so we, we, you know, like right now it's great because you and I are both in little boxes yes. in different parts of the world. Yes. And, we, and we're, I mean, we, it's easy for you and I to focus on each other it is. and, yeah. and give, give our full attention to, to each other. But I, I'd say that's probably a big one is people just want to be heard, you know, whether it's, whether it's in business or in, in, in just community and family life as people want to be heard mm -hmm. and they don't always want us to fix things for them because yeah. that's part of their journey too, exactly. is that they, they're evolving on their own and they're learning and solving problems on their own, yeah. but they want support. And, and I think if we can be support to a point, obvi obviously people with good hearts and good intentions mm -hmm. get taken advantage of sometimes. Yeah. But, but as long as we kind of keep that in mind as we're out there, we don't worry about, oh, am I going to run out of energy? If I run out of energy, I'll just go home and take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just going to keep doing the same thing over and over again in, in the best possible way that I can to serve. No, 100%. You're, you're absolutely right. We, we need to have a, we need to be graceful, right? We need to allow people to make mistakes and figure out how to solve that mistake. I was watching a TikTok video the other day and this gentleman was like, you know, when he was younger, his mom told him that children just want to be heard. Just like people want to be heard, children want to be heard. And it really struck me because you can't really tell our kids what to do because that's <laughs> true. That's ordering them around, right? And just like we don't like to be ordered around children, they have free will just like we do. So they come from that same perspective. And it really, right. it, it, it really turned, like made me think. And, and, and it's like, if you're putting a limitation or an ex having, having an expectations, well, if you have your 20 year old still living in the basement, and doesn't think he can do much of himself. Well, you put him there because you didn't nurture him, right? Plants don't right. want to stay in a little pot all the time. Like when you plant a seed in the pot, 
it's going to grow, it's going to nurture, and you got to then transplant it to a, a larger box or, and, and, you know, maybe even eventually put it outside. So just like we grow plants, we got to give the same uh, grace and, and patience to our children, to the people around us. I agree. I, I think about the things that make me wince mm-hmm. and the things that make me smile. And the things that make me wince is when I've really failed with my kids. Mm-hmm. The things that make me smile is when they've found their way on their own. And I just kind of provided the environment. Yeah. It's like, they've figured it out. That's Absolutely. great. Absolutely, man. That's, that's so beautiful. So, Joel, tell me, what have you been uh, up to in the past year? And um, where are you looking to go and grow with what you're up to today? Right. So the pandemic, I think, impacted people in a variety of ways. And, and many people kind of hunkered down and they just kind of stayed put. Mm-hmm. And then there are those of us that kind of took action and initiative. It's like, well, what can I do? You know, there's a lot of things that the powers of be they're telling us that we can't do or we have to do in a certain way. But yeah. what can we do? And I know you know this, Junaid. I, I was the board chair for a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And our local nonprofit, we basically went to the County Department of Health and he said, we said, well, what can we do? We've, we've had to cancel seven events. Yeah. And, and we help, we work with the food insecure. So we're always trying to get groceries and food items out to people. And, and if we can, we connect people with other nonprofits that do the same. Mm-hmm. And the Department of Health said, well, you can do drive-through events if you're socially distanced, every, everyone's masked up, mm-hmm. and you can partner with a restaurant that has a drive-through, you can give groceries through the drive-through window in their off hours. Mm-hmm. You can do that. And so we had five or six successful events wow. during the pandemic because we flipped the script. Instead of hunkering down, we pivoted. Yeah. And so for us, we continued on, and we, you know, we distributed over twenty thousand meals last wow. year during the pandemic. That's beautiful. This this year we we made our our goal thirty thousand. We've already surpassed it. I think we're at forty five thousand meals That's already, amazing. and we're mid, a little over mid year. So that was one thing that I did. And then of course I, we talked earlier in the program about um, my fitness, mm-hmm. my physical. This <laughs> this machine. <laughs> yes. Um, I want it to go as long as it can, and if we don't take care of our machines, mm-hmm. our bodies, they, they will eventually break down. Yeah. And at, at, throughout that process, I actually had some professional developments where I, I took on a position with a new company and it's in an emerging space. And it's amazing because every day it's some new innovation is coming into my orbit. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited. I know we talked about startups, but it's like, I get to be a part of the creative process I'm like, I'm not the smartest guy here, but this is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> no kind of a thing. But it's 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 been very exciting. And I guess my biggest encouragement to people, Junaid, is take life by the horns. You know, just just get into it. Don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. I think when when we when we allow fear to creep in, because we all get afraid by oh, things. Yeah. That's just the nature of humanity. But don't let fear win. Don't let fear win. Really get out there and experience life and find the things that you like and have a preference for and areas where you feel like you can maybe find your tribe and and express yourself and really help and serve others. That's kind of been my MO for most of my life, but I think it really kind of came alive. And I think we kind of found, you and I got to know each other a little more during the pandemic as well. 
But I, I think we start to find the people who share our beliefs and our values when we take that approach to life. No, that's, that's absolutely beautiful, man. Ability to, number one, pivot, right? Helping or delivering 20,000 food items or well, 20,000 packets, right? And then 40, meals, yeah. meals, right? 45,000 this year. That's, that's totally amazing. And then, so that was the professional side of things. But then we got to focus on the physical, the human body, because Correct. if the body is not good, then the mind is, is not going to be able to grow either. Because now you're, you're stressed. You're like, I wish I could do that. <laughs> I wish I could do this, right? Right. So it's so amazing how that, how it all comes together, right? I'm really inspired, man. Thank you so much for sharing the beautiful journey. Now, I know I, I said earlier to just share a version of the story that no one's heard of before. <laughs> I can go back into the archives. Let's go made. back I'll to the archives and let's, let's, let's get the start of like what even inspired you to be doing the things that you're doing? Like what's a little bit of journey? Like where did Joel Cleland come from? Right. No, nobody comes from nowhere, right? We, we, yeah. we see people, some of the most successful people, and like they're just now coming on the public scene. They, they didn't just pop on mm -hmm. there. They, they, they came from somewhere, and yeah. they, they developed over time. And I, I'd say most of my formative years, like late elementary school mm -hmm. through like middle school and high school, that, that was a very impressionable time for me. But that's not unique. Yeah. It's an impressionable time for everybody. Yes. You know, if you have good experience in your young year, younger years, your school age years, that's going to kind of set the stage for your life. And I've always been in community service. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is you don't have to start as a kid to get into community service. If you're an adult, if you're a retiree, right. even, and you've never really been in community service, you've never given back to people that can't give back to you. Just, just by finding ways to, to serve. I mean, my, my father-in-law, when he retired from education, he spent five, over five years teaching computer basics to senior citizens wow. at the local senior center. Service. That's beautiful. You know, he wasn't getting paid to do that, but, but he, he was comfortable with computers and he, he was able to kind of transfer that to other members of the community. I mean, you don't have to be passing out meals or- no you know, clothing or kids are getting ready to go back to school full time. So we're doing some backpack and, mm -hmm. you know, school supplies distributions. Nice. It, it could be any, anything. Could be anything. I mean, education is huge. Education is valuable for the people receiving it. It is. And so no matter what it is you're teaching, even if you're teaching finance or business type of items, there's, there's value that we can bring to the community and it doesn't mean you have to necessarily get your hands dirty. Right. See, a lot of times people kind of shy away from service because they're like, okay, do I need to work with the homeless? Well, you can, you can. There, there are lots of organizations that do and it's easy to find those organizations mm -hmm. and get to work. Yeah. But there, there are a lot of areas where we can serve. And, and I think that, that's what I would encourage most is, is it, you're never, like you're never too old to learn something new. You're never too old to serve. And it, it doesn't matter what it is. If, if you're finding a way to kind of give back in some way, I, I think that that helps. That's absolutely beautiful, you know, um, because 
it's just mind-boggling how accessible all of these things are as well, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't have to be serving time to have to do community service, <laughs> right? It's true. Uh, you can. <laughs> That's right. You can just go out there, help out. In the can I share kitchen. something about that? Of course. Um, I've actually, I, I won't say I've done time, mm -hmm. but, but, uh, in three different capacities, I've served inmates, mm -hmm. um, twice as a tutor. And then once as a member of a local religious organization. And so I've, I spent quite a, quite a bit of time yeah. in various facilities from work camps to, um, medium security prisons. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, they're lonely too. <laughs> They are. And some, yeah. sometimes people were caught up in the wrong group of people and yeah. they made some poor choices. Other people made some really bad choices, mm -hmm. but they're still human beings like you and me. Absolutely. And, and it, if you're, if you're looking to give back in some way, there are opportunities, even, even in situations like that. I mean, yeah. one, one of my last tutor gigs in, in a prison was I was helping inmates complete their high school equivalency. So I was just helping them with their, I was just like a tutor. Yeah. I, I was a tutor and I, I would stop by once or twice a week and just help out. And, you know, a lot of times people are like, well, I don't know if I feel called to that. I said, that's fine. There's plenty of places to serve. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Because when you give, right, that's what you're doing when you're tutoring, when you're teaching, when you're um, helping, you're giving of yourself. And when you do that, you feel a sort of a calm. And I think, Tony Robbins put it best. He, uh, this was an old story of his where he takes his three-year-old. He got, you know, he says his birthday, so he brings these balloons, and then it's like, hey, how about we go to this old folks' home and we'll pass out these balloons? And they go, and then, you know, they're not expecting it. So you know, this little kid's like, here's a balloon for you, and the the joy that they feel. And when they feel that joy, they're like, oh, my God, you're the cutest. And they're giving him hugs. Now he's feeling like, oh, wow, this is powerful, right? You get that feedback loop going and you can do anything, right? So I agree. Being, in, being around people who are serving, who are of that mindset also opens up your heart. It, it makes it softer, right? The more we put out, the more, the more we put out, the softer it makes us. And um, the only experience that I've had in that spec is um, with with Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts, being a den leader for the past you know five six years, and now of course you know he's in Boy Scouts. But I have another six year old who's going to start. We blows. <laughs> yes, we blows right. We blows or or I think tiger or something. But nice. again, he's six years old now, so he's going to start his tiger. But then once he's off to Boy Scouts, my younger one, who's three years old, she's going to start her tiger again. So that's like a 15 years being in Cub Scouts. It's going to be an, you know, a totally different experience because not only are we giving of ourselves, but we're also teaching good morals and good values. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those kids learn so much in that environment mm -hmm. about leadership and integrity. Finishing what you start. Yes. Huge. It's absolutely beautiful. Cool, man. Well, well, it's been really amazing speaking with you, learning about your story, 
learning about your motivations, the expertise you shared, and what people can do immediately now. Like, go take action. Go find out what are you passionate about and how can you help other people or teach other people about it. Mm -hmm. uh, someone that I really value a lot, Pat Flynn of Smart Passive Income, he's got this T-shirt that says, teach everything you know. Don't keep it a secret. Don't keep it a secret. Because when you teach it, people now know what you know. And when they know, when they'll find out, when they're looking for somebody, or if somebody's that they know is looking for something, like, oh, I know Janaid knows this. I know Joel knows this. Let me go reach out to them. So when we teach, when we let people know what we know, we create a bridge for them to connect with us to other people. So here's the fun part of the, <laughs> the interview. <laughs> what is the one hobby that you wish you got into? And haven't gotten into it yet? Mm -hmm. I guess it would be skydiving maybe. Because now that I'm the age I am mm -hmm. with the responsibilities I have, yeah. I'm not sure I want to do it. <laughs> I'm like, I think that's a young guy's thing, jumping out of airplanes or something. <laughs> well, I mean, there, I've done I, a lot of things in my life, mm -hmm. Junaid. So it, it, that's a really hard one because I've I've learned instruments, mm -hmm. I've learned languages. I may, I might want to learn some new languages. Yeah, maybe I think that would be fun. Maybe that'd be a fun thing, especially now with the tech we have. Right. Um, Duolingo, Duolingo. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I I started working on Mandarin a while back. Nice. Nice. So I'm not very good. I've, <laughs> I've started at least three different languages. I think I made to level two or level three with Spanish. Oh, cool. Uh, Muy bien. <laughs> Como estas? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a while since I you know, practiced it. But yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, skydiving is something that I want to try as well. I know my brother's has, has been twice. Oh, wow. And um, there's this indoor skydiving thing called iFly. Oh yeah. So maybe right. that's I, something I had a couple of my try. kids. Yeah. A couple of my kids did it. Yeah. My, my they wife loved it. <laughs> my wife already has done it with oh. her teammates. I'm like, what? I wanted to <laughs> maybe, go. Maybe I can handle something like that. Yeah. So maybe we could try that one out. Cool. <laughs> if, I, if I like it, then I can do the plane. <laughs> yeah. There we go. So we'll, we'll keep us, keep ourselves accountable. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. What did you want to be when you were a child? When I was a child. Well, when I want to first uh, thank some of my teachers in elementary school because mm -hmm. I had some great teachers that had me start thinking about the future. And um, one of my teachers really got me serious about, like, what do you really want to do? And so I thought I wanted to be a psychologist mm -hmm. in Hollywood. So like a shrink to the stars. Oh, nice. <laughs> Why not? Have a, have a house in Palos Verdes overlooking the ocean. Um, you know, this is elementary school Joel's yeah. mind. But the thing was, is what that did is that painted a picture for mm -hmm. me. And so it made me very driven. And all the way through junior high and high school, I was focused on being a psychologist because as we know, yeah. a psychologist has to go to college. They do. And so what got me into college was that idea, that idea of being a psychologist or you know, therapist in Hollywood. Yeah. And after my freshman year of college, I changed my mind. 
<laughs> but I was, but I was already there. Yeah, I was already, already in there. that environment. Nice. And so it just kind of kept me driving. I'm like, well, what am I going to do next? And of course I changed my major several times after that. But what it did was, I think we have a large responsibility to young people to put good things into them and yes. get them dreaming really big, Absolutely. whatever that is. Yeah. Like I didn't want to be an astronaut mm. and I didn't want to be president of the United States or anything like that. But I just had this idea in elementary school, Joel's mind that, hey, if, if you're this guy, you're going to get paid a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so it focused me in school. And I, I say, you got you to do whatever you got to do to kind of get yourself to perform yeah. if you want to go somewhere and be somebody. 100%. Absolutely right, man. That's, that's so true. Next one. What is your favorite movie or TV show? I think I told you I was a Star Wars fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about Star Wars. Star Wars. We could talk about Star Wars all day long. I'm right now. Right? <laughs> which one of the Star Wars is your favorite movie? That is my least favorite question. You all made. right, good. Good. <laughs> I love the saga. The entire saga. It's, it's like, yeah, I mean, I was born with the original trilogy, mm -hmm. four, five, and six. Yeah. And, you know, as, as, you know, in high school, I was waiting, chomping at the bit for them to come out with the pre, the pre trilogy. Yeah. And I just loved them all. I mean, I, I agree. I've been in some conversations with people. Well, yeah, episode one was kind of lame, wasn't it? I mean, well, okay. It fills some in of the, the acting was bad. Yes. <laughs> but I just, I love, I love them all, mm -hmm. all nine of them. And it's just, it's, it's what a, what a great what a great story. Oh my god, and it's an amazing it's, story. George is, Lucas is brilliant. He's so brilliant. And what's beautiful and it, that it's not going to stop. It's still going. Like it, the creativity is yeah, it's continuing it's, and there's all these like ancillary projects. Yes, you yes. know about Han Solo's story and then The Mandalorian. Yes. It's just it's it's so amazing. It's it's an amazing amazing Universe of universes. It is. <laughs> Story. Absolutely. <laughs> Galaxy far, far away. There you That's go. Where you got to begin. Yeah, it's beautiful. I'm, I don't know about you, Junae, but any anytime I would go see one of the films for the first time mm -hmm. in the theater, just the excitement. It is, yeah. You know, like you said, you know, things start rolling, the music, and you're like, yes, yes. again, <laughs> they're telling a story. <laughs> well, I've been catching up on the animated parts like uh, Star Wars Ooh, Resistance. Okay. Nice. Uh, I just finished the Bad Batch, which was which was something new. That is that good? Oh my god! I haven't seen any it's of so that good. Because it nice. it carries after the Clone War. Cool. And how how all the clone? Yeah, it's it's. I'll, I'm not going to spoil it for you. It's 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 awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. I'll get to it at some point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This one. This one's a very a very similar lines. What movie would you choose? If you got to play a character in it, hmm, I'd imagine it would be something along the Keanu Reeves Ooh. line of things, like Ooh. a John Wick or a Matrix kind of a film. And I don't know which character, but I'd want to be in a film. Want like to that. be in one of them? <laughs> <laughs> Action. Well, here's something beautiful that you want to know. There's an app called Backstage.com. It's been around for some time and there's productions happening all the time. You can in fact be an extra in any of these films. That's cool. Uh, I was uh, in New York a couple years ago. I got to be on the set of FBI, 
the TV show. Oh, neat. And you could see me and like, I'm like in there for like two seconds or five seconds, like this guy. Like, <laughs> but you're on I'm, it. <laughs> I'm on it, right? But what's beautiful is I met people that were on a set for um, Spider-Man or John Wick. And they've met cool. the they've met the actors and they've met these people. This one guy was uh, he's an older gentleman, but he's on all of these, um, all of the episodes for this show that's set out there. I can't remember; it's a newer show, but anyhow, it's so cool because when you get to be part of this network, they just keep calling you back, like, "Hey, we, we're working on this." So. That's something that I got to experience, and I'm 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 always applying and always, you know, putting in sending in my audition tape. Like, hey, I want to do some more acting. That's but cool. That's been that's pretty great. Fun. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine it's is it global? It is global. Yes. Oh, that's cool. Yes. And uh, that's really neat. There's there's also ActorsAccess.com where you can say, hey, anything that's available in the LA area. You're in you're in LA area, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in Southern California. Nice. Exactly. Where in Southern California? So uh, if you're in, like I was in downtown Los Angeles okay. the other day. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of outside of downtown LA a little bit. Okay. And. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I actually, My family, we live a little further than that. But um, yeah, I, I'm kind of in, I always say the greater Los Angeles area. Okay. Is, is where I am. Because I grew up in Cal Corona, California. Oh, okay. I know exactly where that is. All right. And yeah. I'll be visiting there soon. So oh, neat. Maybe we can maybe do a meetup. Maybe we can meet up. That would be great. Yeah. All right. Next question. Who is your favorite superhero? <laughs> I see where we're going with these questions. Well, this this is my <laughs> passion, right? You can see in the back, I got some stormtroopers. Right. and Yeah, no. And Probably, I would say either Batman or Superman. Ooh. Um, I'd say Superman mm -hmm. just because... There have been a lot of varieties of Superman over the years, from George Reeve to the present. Yeah. And I like that concept. But what I like more about Batman is he's not really a superhero. He's more of a character. He's a guy with lots of money yes. who has some cool toys. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, I think I want to be Bruce Wayne. Yes. <laughs> but I really like Superman. If, if you could subtract the kryptonite in some way. <laughs> well, my friend... You gotta have a weakness, right? It's, it's a plus and a minus, right? So, so you can empathize with others. Yes, absolutely, right? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I get that. I, just, I, I can appreciate that. <laughs> I just watched the uh, the Justice League uh, Zack Snyder version. It was four hours long. Took me at least three and a half days to watch the whole <laughs> to get through to get through all of it. <laughs> but when when uh, Batman goes to pick up. The Flash, and he's like, "What's your superpower?" And Batman goes, "I'm really rich." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it! Priceless. Yes. All right. Last question, not least. If you were a board game, what would it be? Monopoly. Ooh, <laughs> I like it. I yeah, like I that. loved Monopoly as a kid. Anything having to do with money. Ooh, anything to have <laughs> happening to do with. But money. I did like Axis and Allies as well, and okay. I enjoy chess. But but if I were the game itself, probably Monopoly. 
Nice, I love it. Well, thank you so much. Where can my audience find you, Joel? Excellent. So I am at Real Cleland on Twitter. I'm mostly active on Twitter, but as you know, Junaid, we met through Facebook.、Um, On Facebook as well for for businesses, you can connect with me anywhere. I'm on LinkedIn, and then my my company is at centric.com. And if you connect with centric.com, you can get to me as well. But social media wise, probably at Real Cleland at on Twitter is best. Perfect.、Uh, we'll be sure to include all of the links、Please. to connecting、Please. you. Yes,、uh, on the website.、Yeah. And、um, thank you so much. This was a ton of fun. Right, you and you too, we'll, Junae. We'll be、Pleasure. in touch. <laughs> All right, take care. Take care of yourself. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode on hacks and hobbies. We absolutely appreciate your contribution. You can find additional notes on hacksandhobbies.com. Please share the podcast with your friends and tell them what you learned about our guest today. 